are live. Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and uh, I'm coming at you live from uh, N43 Records uh, here in the beloved Lincoln Warehouse. And I'm, uh, I'd like to thank these boys for letting me record the show here today. I uh, didn't have to use my camera. didn't have to use... Uh, don't have to do a timer. It's so it's so different. I, I love it. Um, but uh, today uh, I've got uh, the um, pop group Clear Pioneer. Their latest singles are Screen, Love Isn't Free, Let Me In. Um, yeah, they're a real fun time. Uh, so uh, I've got a couple announcements um, before we get started. But um, yeah, I've got stickers now. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy stickers, uh, shout out sticker guy. So if you want one, holler. And it also, <laughs> yes, perfect, yeah. And then uh, I also uh, just uh, like to announce my first uh, sponsorship nice. that I just uh, secured. Um, I'll be uh, I'm uh, doing a partnership with uh, the event planning organization X Fabula. Uh, they're uh, they do um, it's like a live open mic storytelling thing. Um, they do monthly, uh, each, each open mic is a different theme. So I'll be doing, uh, uh, episodes corresponding with that theme every month. Um, and, uh, yeah, so shout out, uh, Nikki LaBamba, uh, Megan McGee, um, excited to work with you guys. Um, so without further ado, Jesse Carl, Grant Clementi, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Yes. Um, how are you? How are we doing today? Fantastic. You know, it was a great morning. I woke up, I did a little bit of yoga, and then <laughs> I uh, ate some breakfast, and now we're... But that that was um, <laughs> that was some good uh, audio manipulation work there. Yoga makes Jesse's voice go a little a little crazy. So, yeah, yeah. You know. Just a little. So, um, Grant, how about you? I'm doing all right. Same story. Woke up, little yogs, little breath work, little caffeine, little Lacroix. Right. It's the formula for success in the modern world. You guys are big yoga, big yoga dudes. We're small yoga dudes. Small yoga dudes. I don't consider dudes. myself a big person at all, but that's oh. the goal: is to eventually become larger right. via yoga. Wow. But, so, but no, we are big into yoga. It's amazing. You're yogis, We're, you know, as they call them. Yeah. Grant's a yogi. I suppose. No, I don't. I would play say Grant's my down. teacher. Definitely. Oh, his sensei. Yeah, he, he does it like every day. You do the downward dogs. Well. We do. Uh, always are doing downward dogs. Oh yeah. You just catch me in the office, in bed <laughs> when I'm sleeping. Always a downward dog. Um, Dude, you'll just be like in here recording one, and then they'll just look, and you're just downward yeah. I'm dog. like, can you guys configure the mic to be yeah? So it's all it's constant. Wow. I'll just drop into like a pose in the middle because like my back hurts. I'm oh, like, right. oh boom, fixed. So it's a magical thing. Like people look at you a little weird. When you're sure. like, you know, uh, shirtless and upside down, like on the street, <laughs> which is a common occurrence for me, but, uh, but don't man, let them, don't let them phase you. You're right. It's just, it's an on-demand thing. Yeah. You know, you, you, you never know when, you know, Grant's going <laughs> to bend down a, do a downward <laughs> dog. You're like, you just got to be ready for it. Truly. <laughs> truly. Yeah. If you know me at all. Right. Um, so, uh, well, what, uh, for, before we get into, uh, the show and everything, you know, we're here to talk about what is this thing? Grant. Um, you brought this here. I did. I, I brought it. And um, so what happened was this is our baby Puffy. This is our house baby. Um, house baby. Yeah. Jesse 
Kyler and I from the band all live in the same house, and uh, I was showing them this, and uh, Kyler thought that it was a boulder, so he gave it a nice little slap, and he he, he punctured our child. Oh and, dear! Um, but it's okay because uh, we, wow. it will, it so, will make it easier to eat her to consume her flesh. Oh my god! Let's not tell him what it is yet. Can you? Can you guess what it is? Is it like a? <laughs> is it a? Is it a sex toy? Uh, well, could be. Despite the many holes and cracks and the skin-like nature of its appearance, it is not a sex toy. Yeah, it is not. I was gonna say, is that something that like? Uh, it could be Ben. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, if we're if we're, if we're gonna like, uh, you know, be be real, like, let's, any, yeah, let's be honest. If there was one. Uh, organic life form, non-human. Depend. Uh, well, yeah, that I'm looks gonna like. Stop it, there. It, it looks like a. Feels uh, like a butt. Sure. Okay. What well, does it look it, like? It look, it, I you? mean, it's the the texture in interior, like the internal this texture. Inside, it's kind of squishy. It's very soft. It's very, very soft. Very yes, very soft, all encompassing. I would say, um, depending on what <clears throat> enters it. But uh, so the. Uh, <laughs> The thing about this, this is a. I'm gonna tell you what this is. Can okay. can I get some verb on this mic here? This is a giant. This is a giant puffball mushroom. It's technically called a giant puffball mushroom. And they grow in what are referred to as fairy rings, where these grow in a perfect circle, in wow. the forest, Amazing. like twenty of them, and they can grow up to like this bit. Like if you're listening at just listening at home and not watching, I don't know if that's a thing. I was gonna say it looks it looked like something that uh, you uh, picked out of a in a cave in Prometheus. Yes, it does look like an alien egg, yeah. very very much. Uh, but what is what is inside of the alien egg, as you can kind of see if you're watching this, is this fleshy white. It looks like tofu. So that's the pu giant puffball mushroom's flesh. You just broke it. And you, you can smell this. Oh, it smells shroomy. I'm going to put this outside in a oh, minute. Man. But I wanted to educate you all that you can eat these. If you're ever, like, stranded in a situation, you know, pass it. Like, look, do you see that, man? Did you see that? What just happened? That was, that, that was. He just uh, ate, he just consumed. I'm just going to take a little. Wow. See? I, yeah, I don't want some, the, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm. It is edible. It tastes like a mushroom. It you smells kind of minty. It smells minty. All right. I'm, I'll take that. So here's what you do. You find one of these in the woods. Wow. You cook it in a pan with some oil, and it tastes really good. It, right now, it just tastes like a like a raw mushroom. So, like, you know, not the greatest flavor in the world. But technically, it can be eaten. It's, it's like a mixture between tofu and a marshmallow. You know, what's, you know what's wild, Grant? What? I thought you were totally just, like, Making this all up. This no, whole time, you can absolutely right. eat them. Mushroom. They taste Holy just shit. like a raw mushroom from the. Gr it's like from the store. Holy fuck! It's insane. Where do you get it from? The woods. <laughs> I was just you walking. You can buy them sometimes, some places, like not in grocery stores, but in like a, in a weird farmers market. Like you can totally purchase these. Um, and uh, but. No, you find them in the woods uh, or in prairies, and they grow in perfect circles, and they make you, uh, I mean, you know, they're, tr they're, they're, not, they're trippy. They're, it's a trippy kind of mushroom in the non-traditional sense because it's so strange. Yeah. It's just so weird. This, 
Like, I'm holding its skin right now. This is insane. Like, I feel like Buffalo Bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, that feels like like a person's skin. What, dude? That's like I... Dude, I totally thought this was like a pill, like some kind of No, it's a mushroom. You can... (laughs) You cook it in a pan... All right. Disclaimer. Don't ever eat a false puffball. Because... So here's the deal. There are puffballs. There are giant puffballs, which is what these are. And then there are false puffballs. Those can kill you. So how, how you, you know is yeah. you open it up. If it's white, pure white on the inside, it's edible. It's a giant puffball. Okay. It's a false puffball if it's like black and brown on the inside and it's a little bit darker and like more crinkly. Sure. You feel me? So it's just got to be this perfect magical sphere of white tofu. That's the edible one. If it looks anything not like this, don't eat it. And when they go bad, so when this goes bad in about a week, in the forest, if you kick them, they poof, they wow. puff. Oh, uh, can I get some verb? When you, uh, when you kick them, they <laughs> That was more satisfying to me. But, uh, yeah, so um, anyway, speaking of mushrooms, no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go for this out of the room. It's, it's a little. I was going to, dude, that is, that's insane, It's a strong man. scent. That, well, that, I totally thought that, um, I'm, I'm just bewildered right now, man. I, like. So you were just you That's just found goal. that you found that on the ground or something? Yeah, there were like twenty of them in a perfect circle in the forest. Like I couldn't like I couldn't draw as perfect of a circle as they were wow. situated, and I like I just googled it, and it was there's a video of a guy on YouTube like cooking mushroom steaks, chopping them up, eating them. He's like, here's the difference. Checked out. Damn. Picked it up. That is, wow, that is. Um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that in here. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that, I'm I'm glad glad that well. because if I would have come across that on my own, I probably would have been like a little freaked. <laughs> I probably would have. Uh, oh, the aliens are here. You know, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I would have thought that um, apocalypse is nigh. Correct. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, it is, but it, right, it would have yeah. reminded you right. that it is. Well, uh, we actually, um, if you've been paying attention, uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, formally moved to uh, like the actual formal inquiry of the impeachment process uh recently um oh yeah like and there's um there's some talk about uh trump has been this is like a whistleblower that's talking about how like uh trump was like uh some he something to do with ukraine and the 2020 election uh like um foreign a little bit of meddling yes terrifying terrifying give me some effect Terrifying. I have to give you this one. This you know, okay. can switch. Jesse's selfish. Okay. Wow. No, I just only had one of this type of cable. <laughs> We're gonna impeach that motherfucker. There we go. <laughs> that, that's your sound bite. Yeah. But um what we're here to really talk about, guys, we're here to talk about love and fear. There are passionate and creative minds. Um and uh I uh, first saw Clear Pioneer. Also, shout out Kyler. He's not here. Uh, drummer. Puffy forgives you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, first time I saw you was um, it was at Cactus Club in May. It was for the uh, Cola release party. Uh, shout out to Ian. Uh, also, Thrift Tones played that night as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is my first time seeing you guys play, and it was... Uh, Real uh, fun, lively show. And uh, we talked uh, in that hot upstairs room in Cactus Club. Steamy. 
yeah, very steamy. Got to know you guys. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, and I see Jesse, you, I see you doing sound at like so many uh, different <laughs> shows all across town. Um, yeah, like what is a, do you, is that like a freelance thing you do or? Um... Uh, yeah, it is freelance. Uh, I do work with a production company on occasion. Well, a lot of the times, Neverland Productions. But uh, it's mostly freelance. A lot of the venues I go to, it's just a directly re- relationship with the owner. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, like over the summer, I would just like uh, see you were like the guy that like uh, once a set was over, you're running on stage scrambling to get all that <laughs> shit like, you know, together. But um, but uh, yeah, man. And also um, you uh Weren't you? You were in the uh, Big Beat, right? Yeah, yeah, I was in Big Beat. It was a lot of fun. Second place. Hell yeah! Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Who who was first? Uh, Forty Mill. Now Forty Mill is a monster. If it wasn't me, it it should have been him. <laughs> he's crazy. Yeah, he's very talented. He's been in the game for like twenty years in Milwaukee. So Brought I mm-hmm. I feel very grateful that I even got to top sixteen. You know, second place was more that I could ever ask for because I've been writing a lot of pop with Clear Pioneer and doing other things. And like a lot of people, like their main focus is hip hop. So somebody like Forty Mill who's been consistently in the hip-hop community for 20 years. Like, yeah, he's going to be that good. You're right, expected. yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. A similar scenario occurred with the Cream City beat battle that occurred in March. Uh, it was um, Godzilla and Spice God uh, who uh, they made it to the final round. And, um, you know, Godzilla's like a – he's a legend. He's been doing this for decades. Um, like, he's – been um he he is like a like a a producer legend out here in milwaukee uh, and he's worked with huge amazing artists and spice god the underdog new guy basically the new guy in the block like Mm -hmm. still it's it's very um it's just so mesmerizing uh seeing someone who's so new somebody who's like you know who i know personally like being um on like being on stage going head to head against like somebody like of that caliber and you know putting up such a great fight like that's a really truly amazing thing to see it's like old generation versus like the new generation but there's there's no um but there's no like uh you know hot-headedness it's all out of love it's all Mm -hmm. fun like everyone respects each other like it's all you know no one's like a sore loser or a sore winner everyone's just you know very very humble yeah. uh, which is re- what i really really admire about like uh a lot of producers out here mm-hmm. yeah i agree it does, they don't seem to be like gatekeepers and walls up between people as much as right. there are other places like yeah. less distance from starting out to the top as long as you're good yeah you know as long <laughs> right. as you can bring it <laughs> yeah 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 um so um yeah no but uh that is that is really cool that you know you you uh even being in a in a in a in a format that you know you're not normally used to where like you were you normally make a lot of pop music and you're doing beats uh it's still really cool to see that you took it that far so yeah it was a hustle i obsessed over it because <laughs> it was 
like three songs, actually four songs with the final round every time. So the first time, it was like, okay, I made it through the first round. I have a month till the next one. And then after that, it's like, oh, I have two weeks. And the last three rounds were like a week apart. So, you know, I had to write all new material every single time. I remember mm -hmm. Michael, uh, my buddy Michael Darden, shout out him. He is basically part of fear joy but his project <laughs> is moodsy and um grant clementi we were up till like five in the morning working on songs damn. for that stuff <laughs> like consistently wow damn yeah right right oh. yeah being a new beat maker like you definitely had to put in a lot of work in a very short period of time to to write this but like the musical chops are already there like michael's a really really good uh key player guitar player, like everything you can He's play everything yeah. and uh and a good writer as well so like just getting all the minds together in a room it happened it happened relatively quickly but um but yeah 40 mil definitely definitely i think deserved the win just like with his caliber and range of stuff yeah. that he was bringing it was it was it was wild but it was good to get in that different mindset and like write different genres i love it like right go sad indie guitar music one day, like hardest trap beats ever the next day, you know, right. dance tunes the next day. It's like, I totally like to kind of branch out like that. Yeah. And it's, and it's a uh, greatest essence. It's all your, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. like, but you're doing it. Um, but, but you know, you're, you're challenging yourself. Um, ultimately it's like, you know, you're challenging your opponent, but you're also challenging yourself yeah. too, because yeah. it's like, yeah. this is, this is totally new territory, you know, like, uh, you're using completely different, uh, you know, instrumental, uh, mm -hmm. approach. Mm -hmm. You're, um, working with, uh, different formats, mm -hmm. your different equipment, different equipment, yeah. uh, different tempos, different, um, different all, all around. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. so no like I, I it's it's I always like really I mean I, I have um, utmost admiration for any artist that you know it, like uh, is doing something completely foreign to them mm -hmm. but shows that much dedication staying up that late working that hard doing it so. for sure yeah I was I was impressed by especially Jesse and Michael they they took the reins like they were they were hitting it hard it was crazy but like yeah like you said that the competition is definitely more internal um yeah as soon as you externalize that competition to like I want to be better than this person or I'm jealous of that that's when it is wrong that's right, when it exactly. goes that's when it's just over and you should pick something else to do because you should only compare yourself to who you used to be right. not to where someone else is yeah because that's completely you can use that as a benchmark and say like oh i'd like to get in that world yeah. i'd like to do what they're doing right but don't say like oh i'm worse or like oh you suck like either as soon as you externalize that comparison it's totally the game is over right, right, like right. you ruined it for yourself i agree so yeah you just gotta keep it like how can i improve how can i be better tomorrow um how can that's i trust all about different tomorrow right. yeah yeah man I, I wish everybody had that mentality, but people get things get to people's heads um, mm -hmm. quite uh, profoundly. And um, yeah, man, um, at the end of the day, it's all about just making great music and um, really uh, bringing a lot of um, psychic power uh, <laughs> to doing that and, and just loving the process. So, yeah. so t speaking of which, Let's get into it. So, um, so clear pioneer. Um, I want to hear before, uh, 
you know, we talk about your guys' music that you've recently put out. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about um, your guys' musical backgrounds, like, you know, I guess, like, uh, where you really started finding music as a creative outlet for yourself. Jesse, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, yeah, tell me a little bit about uh, when you really started uh, uh, becoming uh, immersed in the craft of music. In the craft of music. Well, I would like to check the camera and double-check it's still recording. Okay. <laughs> so I will take the reins. Um, when Jesse first got into music... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grant, tell his story. Wow, wow, wow. wow. So, music has always been, like, an obsession for me. Like, ever since I popped out of the womb, I was just, like, wanting to do music. And right. I attest that to my family a lot. Uh, my uncle, he had a drum set, and uh, he got me a drum set when I was, like, three or something. I didn't know how to do anything. I just yeah. liked to hit stuff. I had, like, a lot of energy all the time. Right. But, um... You know, got my first guitar when I was, like, six um, in kindergarten and, like, first grade when we played the recorder. My teacher <laughs> got me the alto recorder because she knew I liked it so much. So all these other kids had these, like, small recorders, and mine was, like, this fucking oh, big. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. This <laughs> big. And, uh, hey, we curse on Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, right. fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but... It all comes down to really one polarizing moment. So after 9-11 had happened, I was go during that time, I was going to grade school at Our Lady Queen of Peace. That's on 27th in Oklahoma. Okay. And I was involved in the music program there. Uh, after 9-11 happened, the uh, music director, Billy Kirchen, decided that he wanted to create a song to help benefit the lives of people affected by, you know, the deaths of 9-11. Sure. So he started this big program where uh, him and another lady wrote a song. He had the school and, like, other schools audition for the choir, and I was actually the soloist for it. So I was, like, eight years old, and we sang at Carnegie Hall. I got to, like, shake... Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton's hand. We went up to uh, Minneapolis and played uh, a couple places. We played Mall of America, and I remember meeting Dolly Parton, and she just had wow. the fucking biggest personality. personality. Huge. Because you know, I was just Hands. this like little seven-year-old kid, and I see Dolly Parton, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. But um, <laughs> you know that whether. They saw something in me. I mean, I guess there was a reason I was the soloist for it, but I attested to my parents and my uh, my family and all the people around me that got me to that point. And once I, you know, stepped into Carnegie Hall and sang there, I knew the rest of my life that this is what I want to do and that it's like my life goal to make it past that point because Carnegie Hall is like a big-ass place, so a lot of this drive comes from not wanting to peak at, like, seven years old. <laughs> yeah, I would hope. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when did that turn into, uh, like, playing bands and stuff like that? Oh, geez. So, like, right after that stuff ended, I just, like, really like punk music, and I love Sum 41. Right, yeah. Blink-182. Yeah. And I'm primarily a drummer. I had the other instruments, but like drums were always what I came back to because I was just like such like an angsty, angry kid. That I just wanted yeah. to fucking hit stuff. Yeah, right. So it's funny that, you know, I started in little punk bands and uh, 
I was in a band with uh, Tim and James. Tim is another engineer here, extremely talented. Um, I, he has taught me so much and really got me to this point to where I am now with this. But um, learning from him, being in a band with him, is something that really helped as well. And then uh, met Grant, and Clear Pioneer started. Well, no, no. <laughs> Whoa, trying to, try to take that some. Is wrong. <laughs> you met me, and your life started. Yeah, my <laughs> life started. No, I met Grant and Fearjoy started, but that's that's a, that's a whole nother hour right there. <laughs> uh, Clear Pioneer started like four years before me. I'm, that's. Wow. Those are the facts. <laughs> wow. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, Grant. Let's turn it over to you. How about your musical background? Um, I also attribute a lot of it to my family just growing up in a home where i had enough to like i had a good place to sleep and relatively good like family relations and like a healthy upbringing and uh you know enough broccoli to eat like it you know brain broccoli development it's great. important man no yes. like I, i'm I'm, st I'm coming to realize how many issues can be traced back to childhood and like not having a proper childhood and how many successes yeah. can yeah. be like you being able to be raised in a way that fosters your yep. brain develop your brain development is like the Shapes number one everything. It yeah. really does. And yeah. so if you're not getting like proper um my girlfriend Ruby teaches at a school where like the kids don't get proper nutrition and it affects issue. them very yeah. greatly. It's a huge issue in underfunded school programs. Really, it really is. Yeah. And, and you know, they can't afford anything but like just I mean you know, pancakes and like fried chicken, like every day. It's like simple, like kind of junk food, Salisbury right. steaks, right? That's what you grow up on. It's like, of course, you, your brain is not going to get the nutrients and the, the development right. it properly needs. But fruits and, and vegetables are that's like it. It's is, really simple. Yeah, like yeah, it's all, yeah. it's all it comes down to. But give like, them some apples. Oh, you know? uh, yeah, but yeah, but the thing is, like a lot, a lot of people like won't even eat it because when you're a kid, you're like sugar, salt. You discover right. that that yeah. hit, and you're just like, all right, I'm in this game. Like give me right. some, some whatever like right now <laughs> i'm gonna need some chips like right and that, that, is, that is valid um i remember like because i like my mom like kind of from an early age like uh kind of um hooked me on fruits and veggie more yeah. fruit than veggies fruit like sure. all i ate was fruit when i was a kid i actually had an iron deficiency when i was little because so all fruit. i ate was fruit um, yeah, i should check that because that's my life yeah now. <laughs> yeah that's probably why i have uh, restless leg syndrome now oh, um yeah i just <laughs> as i said that yeah yeah right um <laughs> veggies came a little later um uh i absolutely love vegetables now but mm -hmm. um I mean, I, I get the apprehension because it's a lot of flavor palette you don't really develop as a kid, yeah, and a yeah. lot of vegetables are kind of bitter. The texture's weird. Yeah, when you're just eating hot dogs, it's like right. I never <laughs> thought about that. The taste buds developing. Yeah, right. Yeah, True. because you think about it now, you don't have the adversities you nearly had when you were a kid. Like mm -hmm. when you're a kid, you are such a picky eater. Mm -hmm. I like literally, if my mom made me something I didn't like, I just like not touch it i'd I'd just sit there yeah not eat it yeah you just Same. have a standoff with your parents right. like you're not leaving until it's done i'm like well i'm not done till i leave <laughs> and then you just, you're just there for an hour yeah, right, right. and eventually like i right, go do your homework right yeah <laughs> so like pretty much yeah but but it's uh it's just it's a tricky game trying to trying to get that to be something that like you want to eat right. you know what i mean but, but once those, you do you develop that right like like and, yeah well, oh uh well, well what you were saying about brain development, like a lot of those fruits and veggies, like those vitamins, uh, you know, it's very supplemental to 
Yeah. You know, you're mining well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if we just fed the kids Soylent 24-7 and all that right. is all... So that brings us ate. to our Soylent sponsorship. Uh, we're sponsored... No, I don't have one on we the table. We'd like to be to- sponsored by Soylent. It's magical meal replacement shakes that you can drink. One day. It'll happen. Yeah. This will get them. I hope so. I know you're out there. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, I, yeah, proper upbringing, like nutrition. My parents got me hooked on piano uh, when I was really young, like uh, six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I took lessons through high or uh, through middle school. I was like, this is lame. And I quit um, because like girls don't like guys who just play Bach. Like I want to do something <laughs> exciting. So I quit and I was like, screw this. I got to focus on my schoolwork. And then like there's a piano at school one day and I was just like, dun, 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 dun. I just started playing some Eminem and like I've learned every Eminem song like ever on piano like ever you can rap and sing at the same time it's crazy I developed and then I was like and then people started to be like oh this dude's not the nerd that we thought and I was like you know this is how you get but you play cool music so you learn Stan what did you learn Stan I learned Stan wow I want to hear that on piano I forgot all of it (laughs) except for a few sure Um, but like it's what got me back into like oh this could be cool like this could be fun like in middle school kids are like oh that's dope oh I know this vulgar song like everyone's kind of crowding around like so creative it was the first time I really felt like accepted because I was a huge nerd in school like like to the point where I got bullied where it was like not good and I was depressed about it right yeah. I was like voted class nerd which is like a weird thing to be made fun of for like being studious but also I was a dork and like I was really lame and now you're just their land Christ now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we can get into that uh the, but I'm going to leave that just sit for a bit for people to wonder um, I am. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, yeah. So that's kind of what got me back into playing music, and then uh, uh, through high school, I played in jazz band and um, did various like talent show things. Like I, I formed a band called the Sexy Santas, and we made Christmas covers oh, and oh. sold a Christmas album with like our almost naked bodies like on the front cover. Like, don't look this. Oh, We're you got the Joe Rogan. Hey Jamie. Yeah, we got, we got hey Jamie, Jamie. Can you pull Jamie. this up? <laughs> hey Jamie. No, Jamie, Jamie it's the other link. Yeah, can you? Jamie. Don't you dare go to YouTube. It, I was hoping can you'd I... spare me and go SoundCloud. Oh, I mean, fine. no, don't go sound, Go YouTube. I Now that you're pulling it up, I need people to... We need sexy <laughs> Santas. So, I, because you get the visual with it, too. Right. So just yeah. to give you... I mean, if you're looking for an origin story, this is the origin story. Um, yeah, we don't have to go down this trail, but we can go sexy Santas. Oh, that's a cover I made of MGMT. Go ahead and I pause that. probably turn... Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. So as you can see in high school, I was A, a huge nerd, but B, like relative. I mean, I got some I got some 20K views up in here. Like I was thinking, I'm going to be wow. a YouTuber, you know? I'm going to be a, but um, no, absolutely not. That's not the uh, the route that Sexy I chose. Sexy Santa's No, that's, that's, that's the talent show. That's not what you want. But no. no, no, no. I you think want, that is what we want. You want to look up Sexy Santa's teaser. That's what you want to look this that up. up on the studio computer. Yes, you do. Yeah, Nick and Tom can. Nick and Tom are going to be on the show right. later, and we're going to leave this up for Sexy them. Santa teaser, teaser, tease, and then Grant, just to make sure you don't get some weird shit, because right. that'll okay. pro- that'll yeah. probably <laughs> narrow it down yeah. a little bit. Right. <laughs> Sexy Santa, the tease, Grant. 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 Wow, <laughs> a fully justified delay throw there, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. Y'all know. That's Shout fine. out to uh, you, perverts. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, 
So this is what really got me back into music right here. Um, basically, we sold like uh, hundreds of copies of this CD um, at our high school. Oh, man. Why are you, what are you? Oh, I don't want it to be too loud. Oh, do we have computer audio routed? Yeah. We have all December audio December 20th, nice. 2012. So my friend made those, as you just oh, saw, wow. those... Uh, costumes by hand with some felts and some cotton balls and um yeah so anyways this is kind of was my inspiration for the next like you know two years junior and senior year of high school uh we got kicked out of two talent shows for doing for being this oh, on wow. stage we got the curtain yeah. closed we did uh, i'm too sexy i'm too sexy for my yeah we did a whole routine wow. with black lights and backup dancers from the football team um it was scandalous, and it, yeah. uh, I could I could see this being um, a little uh, provocative. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Curtain was closed, mics were dropped. It was uh, so. Anyways, you get you get the picture. That's that's kind of what we did, and that's what got me into. Uh, well, that's what that's what taught me how to produce. I was on Audacity. I had no idea, but I just recorded. I made the whole thing on Audacity and uh, Fruity Loops, and that sort of is what taught me to. Uh, to learn how to make music. And uh, that oh. carried over into trying to make dubstep, trying to make a little jazz, sort of yeah. all my influences blended. And then I fell in love with MGMT, the first time I smoked weed after Summerfest. Oh, uh, right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. And uh, I was like, these guys are rad. They mix pop and psychedelic. I love that. That's Can what I want to do. Can we talk about how underrated the uh, the deep cuts on Oracular Spectacular Oh, are. my Lord. Like, of Moons, of Birds, Moons, and Birds? Monsters yeah, is, is a jam. One. Oh, there's the a best. one you have. There's a live version you have to watch uh, in uh, Paris. Um, it's some France, somewhere. It's uh, Check it out. It's unbelievable. Like, uh, I'm not doing that. Don't do this. Don't do this. You can look it up at home. Uh, check yeah, it I'll out. post a link to it. Yeah, it. check it out. Check it out. It's yeah. crazy. But that's really what inspired me because I saw them live in like uh, like 2010 when they were touring that. Um, oh, wow, yeah. And it was just mind-blowing. So that's oh, totally. that's kind of what got me into like I want to make pop music. I want to make psychedelic music. I want to make all kinds of music. And uh, and then, yeah, I started a band in 2013. Met this gentleman a few years later. Met Kyler. Uh, we were from the same hometown. Uh, same high school, started jamming some stuff, um, and uh, yeah, here here we are a couple of years later, and um, love it. Fantastic. I mean, yeah, that's it. Actually, the first time I heard of you guys was uh, thanks to Jack Fricky. Jack Fricky. Shout out to Jackson. Um, Jackson Man. He's, yeah, in a, yeah. he's in a great band. Will Frank. Will Frank and the Good Line Gang. Um, I, yeah, he uh, was the first. He was like how I uh, originally heard of you guys, um, and um we played a few shows with Page Two, his right, uh, yeah, former Green band. Bay, yeah, yeah, I didn't know Green he was in Page Two. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was the bassist. Christian for, for Rock. Oh, pop, we went on a punk. we went on a Christian Rock uh, pop punk tear for a little while there. <laughs> we weren't playing yeah. it, but we were playing with the that genre, and it was an interesting mix. Like, sure, people, people, depending on who would open, it'd be like some thrasher, like yeah, hell yeah. I mean. Christ, yeah, There's like so much metal in Christian music. Oh, I know. Just pent yeah. up, just right. Like, yeah. get it out somehow. It's a healthy way to do it. Straight I feel like edge. It's that, I get it. It's either that or very calm, like acoustic worship yeah, music. Yeah, absolutely. It goes one way or the I other. There's no in between. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. It's right. stuck in half of your heads for the rest of the day. That's now. okay. Um, <laughs> how? So, what? Uh, what brought you down from uh, Green Bay uh, to Milwaukee? Um, well, we were, uh, we have lived in Milwaukee for, for a, 
always. But uh, we played a lot of shows in that Green Bay scene. Um, they're very welcoming and like the. Oh, so you're from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. We're from Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, and I we see. just yeah we met them uh, at Life Fest, I see. which is just uh, what we were just talking about times a thousand. I it's see. just okay. a big festival of that. Sure. So, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So so yeah we. Uh, yeah, we've we've lived here for for a while and um, met a lot of cool people along that. That that scene is very hospitable. They're very like, oh, cool, you're here to spread positivity. You got a check and a place to stay and like a yeah. meal, like. Right. So, um, which is the know, way it should be. Shout out, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, you 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 know, you're you're a Christ person. You know, you got a crisis out here just tossing out dimes to like uh, hookers and stuff. Like straight up, that's his whole whole deal. It's is all, hanging it's out all, with it's about the... poor rejected people, like right. It's it's all about uh, you know when they're spreading the love and positivity acceptance yeah, yeah. and also um, you know just uh, taking care of others yeah. uh, being uh, being like um, somewhat of a you know helping hand to people that are trying to uh, you know make something out of nothing that's yeah. what it's all about that, that that's is what, what we're all about. trying to do out here truly yeah I hope so yeah, yeah. that's and the way it should be moment. at least yeah completely yeah and like. Uh, yeah, I used to not really have a very high view of like having a lot of income. Like I was like, oh, it's too much stress. That's not for me. Yeah. But like now I'm seeing it. If you have a lot my of money, got money. No, it's I don't have. I have like three hundred dollars <laughs> in my in my bank. I just my car got just got fucked up. So I'm not, I don't have a lot of money. But I'm striving towards that. Yeah. Because like if you have a lot of money, you can make so much of a difference. Because like that's where the need is. Yeah. Like and in spreading music and helping people's mental health, like that's a huge chunk of like what we try to do with like with playing music. Because that that is no lie. That's a real way to like help people who are really in trouble. Cheer Charity is is one of the greatest gifts we have Absolutely. Uh, that we can provide to in the whatever world. way and like yeah. ever no one no one can't offer anything to anybody right like a, a hug you know what I yeah. mean like uh, five bucks you know like, telling somebody that you know you hope they have a good rest of their day yeah telling somebody that you know that can that, that, change their whole right. day like their whole month their whole life telling like, somebody that you know you like something that they're wearing or uh, mm -hmm. you know just being uh making somebody feel recognized or seen and heard mm -hmm. you know like uh it 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 really does it can be such a simple act of um of you know surface level kindness but it can make that much of a really, difference yeah that's true yeah yeah um and yeah, like like you said, the smallest thing can yeah. can change all. Can change. Be kind. That's it. Hey, so that was the Mr. Nice Guy section of the Mr. Nice Guy podcast. We're gonna move on to some shitty stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. show you our real selves now. Right. No. <laughs> Bring the mushroom back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go. We're stuffing our face. Um. So, um. Yeah. So I'd love to hear about. Um. I guess like. Um. I know you guys have dropped a, a myriad of uh, singles mm -hmm. as Clear Pioneer uh, mm -hmm. in your time, in your run. Um, so um, I guess like how, you know, like when, like what was like, I guess what, uh, what was the direction you wanted to take? I know you said you wanted to make like a lot of different kinds of music. You wanted to make pop music, psychedelic, I guess like that in, 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 uh, in congruence with like your lyrical content and everything, I guess like what was the initial idea you had for what you wanted the project of Clear Pioneer to be? 
Um, the interesting thing is that there wasn't really an initial idea or like goal or thing that I wanted to do. I was just like, I want to be that. And I was comparing, I, I was pointing at like these people on stage who have all this power, like to right. be on stage with a microphone and a PA in front of a thousand people. We just want power. <laughs> we're in it for power. We're trying to take, well, I mean, yeah, we're trying to take over the world, but like for good, right? I mean, we're, we're on that. So stick like, it to the man. That's what we're trying to, st- we're trying to stick it to the man. So, so like, yeah, I mean, but whatever man you want to stick it to, you got to build that power. So all I was, I was like, I want to yeah. build a platform from which I can shout something when I figure out what that thing is. You know, I knew that I was like freshman college. I don't know anything right now. Like I am a child, but I was like, I want to build this notoriety up so that I can, um, so that I can someday be like, Hey, uh, animal agriculture is destroying the earth. You know, like whatever like right. platform I found as I like matured in life. Cafos evil anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Too many corporations. Amen. Namaste. So that's yeah. kind of yeah. I just really wanted to build this thing, and I didn't know what it was. But uh, yeah, as you go through life, you're like. Oh, there's a lot of fucked up stuff in the world, and I could be changing this with a microphone. That's how people, and so I don't want to be this political like. So we're gonna impeach Donald? Like I don't. That's <laughs> not my vibe. Like, uh, and there are people who do it well. You know, Twan Mac right. and get a whole crowd shouting "fuck Shout Donald Trump" Twan and Mac. like, yeah, yeah, you know, Twan Mac is amazing. Yeah, yeah, so like that's cool, and we need that in society. Like we need, and he brought up some serious issues too. Like yeah. when he was talking about our city at the beat battle and like some thing like. That man brings it yeah. home, and there's a there's a place for that. Th- those issues aren't my issues you know, necessarily, but like I want to bring them forward. Do you know the punk band Snag? No. Oh wow. They, from here? They're from here. They're uh, they make um, uh, very um, aggressive like hardcore music uh, yeah. about climate anxiety. Just dropped a new album. It's fucking phenomenal. Damn. Yes. That is uh, that is amazing. They they fucking shout. And yeah. They like. Makes it, you feel it instead it, it, of just like, yeah. oh, I, I know that the earth is going to be fucked up in 30 years. You're like, oh, I feel that the earth is going to. Dude, get after up. one of their shows, like you, you, it makes them, it makes you like want to fucking change something. Yeah. You know, and I was just talking about this with a friend last night, uh, Pete from Faux Fiction. Um, mm-hmm. I was, I was talking to him last night at Bremen and we were saying, talking about how like so much music is so aggressive these days. You know, so much music has so much like, raw abrasiveness uh people are you know there's just there's a lot of me especially here in milwaukee there's just a lot of um really like angry aggressive uh voices and instrumentation and shouting and and it's like we were thinking why is that and you know i think it's because like we people are very angry and upset and frustrated right now but we're in a point where our voices are most amplified. Mm -hmm. So this is like, you know, this is their way of, um, you know, channeling that, that catharsis, you know, the energy is people are making music about what they're so frustrated and disgruntled about, about, especially against the current system. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, this is the time to be doing that because thanks to, you know, uh, technology and thanks to, uh, just how much, how fast information, passes how easy it is to network and meet people and, mm-hmm, and make mm-hmm. your voice Truly, heard that's a big one, people yeah. are fucking doing it yeah so now is the time to be shouting <laughs> yeah for real yeah and it's like like you said we have the our voices are amplified right like we are talking yes. we are this is impossible 
this is impossibly amazing that you're just, right. you are just like going like this right now. And we're, I mean, it's just the whole thing. The fact that we keep this whole thing afloat is like a miracle every day. Dude, the fact that the other day when Jesse called me over Facebook audio, yeah. he literally <laughs> called me over the messenger yeah. audio. I don't have your number. I'll still call and you. And we originally had planned to do this episode at my place. Yeah. But then we were like, wait a minute. Let's wait, move it wait a take. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Let's do it here at N43. Yeah. It's so quick now. It's just like, oh, yeah. you got a vision? Make it happen. Right. That's it. Yep. Like <laughs> I have something you want. You have something I want. Let's, Let's work together. That's it. Exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. Shout out socialism. <laughs> <laughs> so um, shout out Lennon. All right. So so you said so you didn't have a particular idea in mind. You just wanted to be shouting and just you wanted to make really uh, you wanted to have your voice amplified about something that you would come to discover you are passionate about. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. And I have found some of those things and some of them will be, have yet to be found. And that passion is kind of what drives me towards like, that's sort of is the thing that I tell myself is why I want to be famous. I know it's cause like I'm a narcissistic asshole also, but I'm like, no, I want a big crowd to change the yeah. world. But you can have both. Right. You really can't have both. Well, human nature, we are selfish beings. Correct. You know, we, we do uh, we do want uh, to feel love and recognition from the rest of the universe. That's, yeah. There's nothing narcissistic about that. Yeah. It's just human nature. We yeah. all want You're that. You're just like, bring it in. Some people are Positive just better. Energy. Yeah, some people are just better at hum humbling themselves. True, you know? yeah. Yeah, Jesse, how about you? Like what you... How you envision Clear Pioneer up to the point you're at now? How do I envision Clear Pioneer up to the point that I am at now? Um, I, I want Clear Pioneer to be successful. Um, I want to make a difference, and I love making a difference, but I want film syncs, and I want commercial syncs, and I want 200,000 streams, and I want to be able to have leverage so the next thing I do has leverage yeah this is why we have him right <laughs> well yeah i mean because i would just be like it's gonna work out just it's we're gonna put our music out there people are gonna love it and we're gonna change the world <laughs> you know we're, it was just gonna impact people yeah jesse's lives. like no you need to register that like <laughs> <laughs> well you know what like you guys have also a very like um larger than life sound you know your 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 sound is um very like uh it could be arena friendly, you know, like that's you what we, that's stuff. why we made yeah. it. Yeah. So you like you, you have the sound. I think it's just a matter of, you know, uh, making uh, it out there, getting it out there, you know, moving uh, in that hierarchical venue uh, sort of ascension of yep. like playing to bigger and bigger crowds. And, yep. uh, and then you'll soon find that, uh, that sound equipment that's going to amplify that sound that you, you know, that you guys are fully, actualizing yeah very so. much yeah that's that's the goal like some subs some right array yeah. of speakers like yeah. a treated room like people experiencing us in the proper way and lots of them because when you get a big group of people together it's crazy like i'll be on stage and i'll just be like all right everybody take a deep breath you're doing breath work with a thousand people now right. and like helping them have a decent rest of their day you're getting people to dance that's like the number one thing like your people's hips are fucking oh, yeah. rock solid concrete blocks like these days i don't say these days it's been that way since like the 50s right like people elvis was right. provocative but like i feel like if you can just get people to like 
break it down a little bit. That's like doing an hour of yoga with people. Like you're yeah. you're having fun and you're like improving people's health and oh like yeah. and when you're all yeah. in a room together, like you're sharing that that energy, like the vibe, you know, you share, no, and like you're, you're legitimately sharing like electrical and sonic energy that you're all experiencing simultaneously, right. and like everybody syncs up and it becomes this crazy thing. Like being in those crowds is what makes me want to be. In, in front of those crowds, right? You yeah, know, experiencing them from the inside. The amazing thing is watching how you're impacting people. You yeah, know, and in you, real time. And you do that when you know when, especially when you're like uh, on stage and you know you're interacting with the crowd and you know you see people dancing, you see people singing the lyrics to your song, yeah. you see people jumping up and down. It's like that's that is like. That's just such an incredible feeling because it's like that's that's that is visual indicator you are impacting somebody. You know, you are like emotionally, physically, mentally, like, you know, you are, you know, helping somebody like feel at one with their surroundings. Mm-hmm. And with know, themselves, yeah. And with themselves. And like, you know, there's there's no more beautiful feeling than that. You know, that's that's some real like uh, that's that's the where the love comes in. You know, mm-hmm. the love is of where, you know, you are making this music, you are putting on the show because you want to have a positive Im- impact on the world. And that is um, that is like, like I said, it's indicative um, just from, you know, the the, the physic physicality of the music. That's that's where it shows that what you're doing is working. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want to, I want to be a yoga instructor and a public speaker and a millionaire and like a band is the way to be all those things oh, at yeah, once. Right. You know what I mean? You're combining the elements. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to be Deepak, not, not Deepak. What's the guy's name? Uh, you know, the guy, gold speedo throne yoga guy. Sure. That's yeah. going to be me. Fair. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, we can get to a gold speedo. <laughs> we can get part of the way there. Right. That that can be arranged. Keep it. <laughs> so Yes. Amen. So <laughs> Amen. Preached. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, and um so how did uh, you guys get involved with this facility in forty three? And forty three. So Tom. Shout out to Tom. Tom. I don't know why I thought he was out there. He might. He uh, <laughs> he managed a band that I was in with Tim. Uh, has done amazing things for us. So um, Tom is N forty three records and yeah, part. Right, which but, is amazing. Like, and the first time I stepped foot in here, I was like, "Wow! Like, this is so dope! Like, it's it's really, really. I mean, not only the setup, but it's just really awesome." how you guys have are very business minded here. Um, you guys are very, I mean, you guys not only make great music, but it's all like, you know, you're like, and 43 seems to be really like um, helping you guys navigate like who you really are, you know, as, as an outfit, as an artist, like, you know, communicating like your, um, your own, like, uh, sound your emotions and your feelings and like what you guys want to be into your sound and also navigating the business side of that and turning that into a brand you know that's that's the way yeah, it's huge yeah that's that's how you do it mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to aaron it's top down you know yes, aaron's aaron a business minded man. man yeah he he puts this all together like right. this all this all comes from aaron aaron bieber so you know i mean 
yeah, major major shout out to him for supporting artists like this and creating right. this network and and this facility too. Yeah, yeah. So that leads us to where uh, what's going on with Clear Pioneer now? What are you guys working <laughs> on? You guys have dropped a couple singles uh, this past summer, um, so I'd love to hear about you know like what's in the works. Wanna, you want to just hear a little bit of it? Uh, are we doing a we're doing a live sample? Do a little, oh, yeah, little demo a action sample. here. Okay, yeah, All let's right. hear it. Some early access. So, Whatever you're comfortable, uh, your audience here in early. Well, these songs may or may not be released, but they were made by us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they may or may not be completely clear pioneer yeah sure but it's the possibility disclaimer that they will. Yeah. they're just demos right now we're trying to because we got projects man we're trying to like sure. where, where, where does this fit you know what i mean where right. is yeah let's hear it so that was a really old song that i forgot about what did we record like three years ago yeah, like, two or three years ago, Steve Pitzel, Tim Wolf, we went in here <laughs> before I was engineering here, really working in here to have this session, and we came up with that song. But wow. that's all you're going to hear <laughs> for now. <laughs> the, wow. Yeah, it just came up. We came up with that in like 20 minutes. It was yeah. one of those kind of. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no AC in the house, no screen on the window, cooking up, it's getting hot. hot. Yeah, that song's about being way too hot in my home studio. So I have a home studio setup that's pretty similar to this. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing, but there it's a stone house, and it gets super hot, hot and it doesn't, and it doesn't have, have air, air conditioning. And, you know, I'm, I'm a freelancer, so I can't afford to eat shit. Yeah. Besides tofu, so it's a hundred degrees. Mushrooms in the that house. Grant found in the forest. <laughs> right. It's a yeah. hundred degrees in the house, and all I can do is make tofu, and, and that makes the house very hot. Yeah. So, um, well, so we wrote you. a song about it. Thank you for and the how samples. much we were sweating. Are there more? Sure. Um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we wrote this in 1971. This is a this song is is this song was like uh, you know where you get most of your royalties off of. Right? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how we are where we are. Okay, right yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So, um, so uh, we are we getting more singles from you guys soon? Eventually. Uh, so we're planning out our 2020. Uh, 2019, if you haven't heard of us much after Summerfest, it's because we have plans. Right. You're right, Which is important to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys are working internally. That's great. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, we have a lot of plans for 2020. I wish I could say, like, what singles we have coming out or when they're coming out, but it's... You know, we like to think, like, where do we want to be in 10 years? Where do we want to be in five years? Right, where do yeah. we want to be a year? And then we try and plan our years and then drop down to it. So we're still getting to the point where we're and figuring that out. Good. Yeah. Well, that's, no, it's great. I mean, that's those uh, long-term goals uh, in uh, accordance with your short-term goals. Goals, You know, that's, uh, that's, you know, that's important to, in, in sort of, um, piecing together it's like what are we really trying to do here yeah yeah you know? exactly 
like in office That's space, you know, office yes, space. Right? What yeah. do you say you do here? You know, like that. Yeah, that is yeah. life. That is really being in a band. Like, yeah. What are we actually doing? What are we doing here? So, but uh, you know what we are doing? We're making cool music. We got stuff in the pipes. Um, stuff in the pipes. Stuff in the pipes in the that pipes, we need to yeah. get out of the pipes. Yeah, by any means necessary. <laughs> the or, pipes are clogged. Pipes are are a little clogged. Me a plumber. All right, that's our show. Thanks for watching. <laughs> oh, that's that is. <laughs> Um, yeah, Grant, you're the primary lyricist, yeah? Uh, yeah, and some aspects. This dude wrote Let Me In. Oh, okay, sure. A lot of uh, What I Already Am, and uh, the, no AC in the house, no screen on the window, cooking up, it's getting hot. Sure. It doesn't take too long to make a block of tofu, but it heats up the house. <laughs> uh, Sounds like some of your songs are very situational that's that's that song's lyric that is uh that is what that says and then uh yeah yeah put the tofu in my mouth that's, that's your lyric getting sweaty down south no it's so you know we really try and cut deep like to the heart of like you know we're trying to change the world we're trying to be the change that we want to see they're trying to be the revolution we're, we are the revolution with lyrics like that how can you uh yeah. how can you resist right the resistance yeah. is futile so but um, I mean, no, I mean, lyrically, um, it's kind of just like stream of consciousness. Um, and sometimes we just make it up. Sometimes like we'll, yeah. do, we'll do this like, like just this little like glossolalia thing where we're just like kind of spitballing off the top of stuff that doesn't make any sense. And then yeah. you try to inject some sense into it. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't necessarily have to make sense. Like right. song lyrics do not have to make. Any oh no, not at all. Coherent. They can sense. be incredibly idiosyncratic. Totally, That's how some of the best lyrics yeah, come out. Yeah, of, a know? lot of the best lyrics in the world, you're like, this means nothing. Oh but then God, you inject yeah. your own meaning into it, and you're like, oh, what he's talking? No, he's not. He's. <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, he, they were literally just fucking around. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Boris the Spider by the Who. Yeah, it's like that song. No, is they fucking just hilarious. Exactly. You know, but, yeah, they just made that up. Right. They just were having fun. Yeah. So that's kind of how we want to do it. No, I really think that song's about the 1960s government and the <laughs> culture cult. Like, yeah, you know, I think that's, you know, just about, uh, you know, the the presidency at the time. Government and, corruption. Yeah, yeah. about uh, really trying to send a message. unrest. Yeah. <laughs> really change the society yeah. from the inside out. Boris the spider did. Oh so, yeah, Boris is <laughs> Boris is us. You know, yeah, it's spoken from spoken from the right. the, the 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 perspective of you know the government. Like, don't you feel like you're Boris? You know, squashing like us. I'm a spider. I'm so, climbing up the wall. You know the thing about spiders is Jess used to be really afraid of them. I used to be. Terrified. Of I still spiders. am. Yeah. I still am. But what happened? That changed. He got over it. I got over it. Yeah. Oh wow, you man. And now, like, I can have a. If it's a small spider, I'll like, I'll get it out of the house with my finger. And like five years ago, if I saw a spider in the same room as me, I'm calling somebody like Grant to take care of that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, a real man. Oh, dude, I like, <laughs> man. I'm still. Uh, I still get real heebie-jeebies uh, from spiders. I can't do them. Cannot do them. Even like even in the zoo, you know, like when yeah, I see like... Behind glass. Right, when they're in... Well, a that's little, like a, a natural human glass. thing. You're like... Duh! I'm like, I no! I'm like, I still feel like, uh, you know, I still feel almost like uh, it's it's an imminent threat 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I don't, it's just, I don't do yeah. legs. Yeah. Too many. Are much of legs. Too I many. Don't, I don't do that. I just watched this horrifying video yesterday. Jamie, pull that, don't pull it up. But it was a centipede biting a guy. A centipede was like the size of a snake. And it was Jeez, like horrifying. Dude, yeah. So, like, but I feel you have these snake and biting bug detection systems ingrained into your subconscious via evolution because the only people that survive are the ones who didn't get bit by snakes. So you have these like, and like spiders. So you still have like deep in there, this oh, yeah. like fear of like, Ooh, that could be death. Cause it could be poisonous. Dude, yeah. And so that's like not easy to get rid of. So like to get rid of it, you have to do something like equally deep and ancient. You know what I mean? Like you have to kind of overcome it, uh, with right. like, uh, you know, uh, help so, from plants uh, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I mean, say it's, to you. it comes with that whole uh, exposure therapy. Yeah, absolutely. It, and then you know? just stare at a spider, and you're like, "You're not gonna hurt me. You're tiny." Right. But it's back in the of, day, like we yeah. were living with this. You know, this was spider time. Like right. humans were not what we are. We 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 did good work getting rid of those yeah. big guys. Like, um. So, but but yeah, we still have in our minds, uh, and so that's why in the Garden of Eden uh, it was a snake because. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I don't want to go, go down that path right now. Sound like yeah. Joe? Yeah, right. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's about replacing the the um, conditioned fears with positive, yeah, uh, yeah. new new experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's what helps you overcome fears. So. Yeah, replacement. Right. So, um, what? How are we on time? Uh, we what, are what, are at, we like, what are we at? Uh, Fifty-five, fifty-nine. We're at fifty-nine and a half. Wow, that's that's phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. Great, solid hour. So we're gonna close out then. Um, so, Jesse, what keeps you up at night? <laughs> what keeps me up? Music. Music is an obsession. Yeah, like it, it is. It really is. Yeah. So it's music. I'm usually here till any time from two in the morning to five in the morning, and then. Yeah, it's is it the craft of music or the consumption of music, which is the obsession? The craft, the craft, the craft. Yeah. It's all day. All I'm doing is writing yeah. or mixing. Like I, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, which is he's a machine, right? I mean, hey, as long as you take care of yourself, that is. I mean, as long as working you're working on it, working yeah, on it, yeah, working yeah, on yeah. like getting enough meals in and like making Sunlight. sure you know, I get the sun. <laughs> It's a struggle, though. It's yeah, definitely balance. We're set. Grant, how about you? What keeps you up at night? Uh, what keeps me up at night, Ben, is the crippling anxiety. Um, oh, no, it's the squirrels that live in my walls. <laughs> the squirrels <laughs> that live in your walls. That is... Damn, I walked past a dead squirrel the other day. Yeah. It was just on the sidewalk. And I work at a, an apartment management company, and, <laughs> yeah. and someone texted me and said, uh, hey, pulled into the garage, broke my mirror off, saw a dead squirrel. Very disappointed. I was like, how do you want me to help you right now? <laughs> Squirrels die. Squirrel, right. this is what happened. They die in my walls. I don't complain. Dude, I should yeah. really board that up and kill them. But they're so adorable. And yeah, I, it's like, I you love, know, they're homeless. Hey, and It's like I love Sandy. You know, yeah, sand, like that's what I'm thinking. Cheeks. Like, you know, if I call right. the exterminator, that's but yeah, I should probably make that happen. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, the raccoons in the yard and oh, the yeah. squirrels in the walls that's what keeps me up raccoons, at night. Last night yeah. it was just oh, yeah. just it was craziness, like one in the it's wild for five minutes straight. And he lives right above me in our house, yeah. So, like, one in the morning, we just hear these weird ass oh, noises. so strange. 
Good, That's yeah. very accurate. We had, a, we had a family of raccoons living in my attic back home. Oh, jeez. Uh, they stay. Always yeah, they post come back. up. Yeah, they always fucking. You can't come even back. kick them out. They're yeah. clever. One time we had a dead one uh, that <sighs> we we were literally getting home from. Uh, I believe it was uh, Christmas Eve. We pull open the garage door, and uh, there's just a dead raccoon oh, just <laughs> right Ooh. sitting right there. So would you stop dying, rodents? It's fucking trash. But yeah, this yeah, those they're trash cool, pandas. Though. They're cool. They live in our tree, or well, they don't live in our tree, but they spend a lot of time. We have a crab apple tree in our yard. Oh yeah. And so they'll climb up it. And uh, one day, like I heard our tree shaking at like midnight. I was like, "What's going on, man?" Yeah. And I went under it, and they're they're picking off the crab apples and throwing them into a little pile under our cars, and then they go and collect them and take them back to their home but like they're just up there shaking the branches to like let the and it's crazy they just let these like little apples fall and then they feast on them it's it's amazing that is that wow that is that is some really that is some animal innovation right there. really i mean they're smart smart dudes they shake it under the car brush it under so we don't find it and then they go and they collect it and they take it in the woods right you know how uh animals started using like uh hammer like objects as yeah like tools yeah right as tools yeah that, that reminds me of that that's, that's, that's what that is man that is the raccoons are on their way to taking over they are when the nuclear apocalypse happens and we're all dead um it's raccoons, it's raccoons they're and, gonna be the ones raccoons uh, and roaches <laughs> what puts you to sleep jesse <laughs> what puts me to sleep my weighted blanket <laughs> weighted blanket nice yeah. good good right uh what puts you to sleep grant um the Fluoride in the water calcifying my pineal gland. It, it makes it hard to be woke, you know. Oh yeah, that's a, that's so dumb. Um, what puts <laughs> me to sleep is just the constant, insane amount of uh, work and things that I'm doing all the all the time. So then when I go to bed, just my very soft bed puts me to sleep instantly. Yeah. Same with this guy. Like we're we're going at it nonstop, right. you know, career wise, music wise. So like when you get home. That's what puts me to sleep. Walking yeah. through that door. It's like, oh, yeah. All right. I've learned that what puts me to sleep is when I get home from work, um, which is usually around like 11, 11.30 or so. Um, when I try to make plans after work, when I get home, I, I they never happen. I literally, mm-hmm. like last mm-hmm. night, I planned. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to listen to this one album that I've wanted to listen to last night. But I was just too tired. So yeah. I just fell asleep. Just Making out. plans like at night. <laughs> Is what puts me to sleep because yeah. because because then I never do them. I get too so tired. hey, make your plan to fall asleep, and you'll never be not successful. Essentially, <laughs> essentially. thank you for being on the show. Ah, thank you for having. Thank us. you for uh, having me here of at Forty Three. This is awesome. Um, shout out to the engineer. Yes, shout out the engineer. All right, you want to play us out, Jesse? Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.